Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, and this is where we talk all things health, wellness, lifestyle, business, and mindset. Hi guys, welcome back to yet again another episode of the Self Made Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, as I literally state in the intro to this intro. Um, I don't know why I repeat myself, but I do. Um, anyway, I am really excited about this episode. I've actually been looking forward to it all day. Um, and it's just going to be kind of a similar style to last week's episode. If you listened, um, just kind of open mic. I don't have a script. Well, I guess I have like notes because I'm following the TikTok trend that you guys might've seen on TikTok this week. Um, I've been seeing it the past few days. It's the 20th, I think today, February 20th. It's Tuesday, Wednesday. It's the 21st. Oh wow. Okay. It's a whole day later than I thought, but I think it was Tuesday. Um, it's February 21st, Wednesday, and it's like literally 7:30 at night. And I'm recording this because I leave for Miami tomorrow. I'm going to the Gymshark lift event. Um, I'm so excited. So actually when you guys are hearing this, it'll be after the event. So hopefully all went well. I cannot wait. I'm going to go visit some of my best friends down in Miami and it's just gonna be a blast. I've never been to Miami, but anyway, I digress. That's my little life update, but I'm recording this tonight, so hopefully it goes well. I've had a crazy busy day and I still have to pack, um, but I wanted to get this in. And oh, also, forgot to mention, this was kind of the reason I brought this up. If I look orange, if you're watching this on YouTube, which a lot of you guys watch on YouTube, which I'm really happy because I'm a visual person. I also enjoy watching podcasts um, rather than listening to them sometimes, but I guess I listen to them when I run. So that's that's why I make it available on both. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, if I look orange, it's because I got a spray tan for Miami tomorrow um, and I haven't been able to wash it off yet. Okay. I got it at two. It's 730. So she's fully set. She's fully set in and I'm looking interesting. So that's why I look this way. It's not by, well, it kind of is by choice, but it'll look better. I promise. Um, but I had to film. So anyway, we're going to get into this episode. Um, again, like I said, I'm kind of following a trend that I've seen on TikTok in like the screen, um, the front screen, like the quote, the theme, what the, uh, I don't know what to call this, the TikTok trend, I guess that I'm going to be talking about is the one where it was saying social media is made up of what people want to see. So here's some things I usually don't share. And honestly, at first I was seeing these and I was like, wow, people are very vulnerable on the internet. Like, oh gosh, we're already on it. We are like five minutes into this. No, we're like five seconds into this episode and I'm yawning. That's not good. Um, but I've been seeing people post this and I've been like looking through them and I'm like, wow, it really, it's impressive to me. It takes a lot of courage to be that vulnerable on social media. Um, but I feel like even some of the stuff that I saw other creators post and just other just girls in general, um, I really connected to, and I was like, wow. And it made me feel less like alone in those thoughts because a lot of them I resonated with or some things I would see them say. And I was like, whoa, like I didn't even know, I wasn't even self-aware that I was like struggling with that as well. Um, and so I was like, you know what, we are just going to be, we're vulnerable on this podcast. I am. Um, and I just want you guys, I guess I'm recording this in hopes that you guys have a similar, um, experience. Like you don't feel alone in any of these things. Cause I'm going to share like my biggest things that I don't typically talk about, which I feel like on my podcast, I talk about a lot. I'm very open. So some of these I might've talked about before. Some of these I might not have, um, I have five that I shared on TikTok and I'm just going to go like into deeper detail on. But then again, if anything kind of like pops into my mind as I'm making this episode, um, and recording it, I'm going to share it. But I just hope that this can help you guys as well. That's why I am so open. That's why I'm so vulnerable and honest on social media because it's helped me so much and I want to be able to like give that back to you guys. And I don't know, I just feel like a lot of that stuff that we don't talk about, that's the stuff that really like musters up and can like cause issues and 
can like attack us, you know, mentally. And, um, I just, I don't want that to be the case for anybody. So I want to do what I can to help you guys. And honestly, it's therapeutic, therapeutic to myself as well. Being able to like share and chat and just talk like my podcast is like a form of therapy. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like I'm really close to you guys recently. Like I feel like this podcast is like, it's, it's taken a different direction unintentionally. Um, and I'm really excited about it because I just feel I'm able to connect with you guys a lot better. Like the messages, I know I say that, but like the conversations that I've had with you guys since being more honest and vulnerable. And I guess talking about my faith a lot more on here too. I think that's, what's like stemming the openness and the vulnerability because my faith is something that I'm very, um, it's very like intimate to me, I guess that my relationship with God is a very like intimate relationship. So it's, it takes a lot for me to share it. And I'm so new in my journey with like my walk with God that sometimes I get nervous sharing it just because I almost don't feel qualified, but I'm like, girl, I'm like, it's my relationship with God. You don't have to be qualified to talk about it. But, um, it's like, I just share my experience, I guess. And I don't know, it's just really like inspired me to like open up in a lot of other areas. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into it, but what's, what's said in this podcast stays in this podcast. All right. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, (laughs) anyway, let's get into the first one. So the first one that I had posted on TikTok was that I struggle to fully appreciate where I'm at and how far I've come because I never truly feel satisfied. And I also fear if I slow down, I'll be back to where I started. So let's kind of backtrack. That was a lot. That's a big one. I put it with like a gym photo. Cause I feel like I resonate a lot within like the gym on this and within business and work. So a little rundown, if you're new here and you don't really know much about me, I'm 22 years old. I got my four year degree at the university of Iowa studying marketing. I got into social media. Like I guess I was like monetizing it and made it like a job my sophomore year of college, I wanted to drop out, but I knew it was probably the smarter thing to do just to graduate because I had so much time and money invested already. So I just continued, but I didn't ever like get a nine to five. I never got a job. Like I've been self-employed my entire life. Well, besides like my part-time jobs in high school and like college and stuff. Um, but I, that's a little bit about me. So I'm pretty much like a full-time content creator and like fitness coach. Um, but I have so much desire and like I just feel really like called to do more and I will do more, but I'm also in that like waiting period right now where I'm like trying to figure out what's next. And I, I I said this in my last episode, but I'm like, I feel like I'm on the brink of like a breakthrough kind of within this. And I do feel really good about it. And I feel like I have a lot of the right people in my life to help lead me and direct me and push me to my highest potential. And so this one that I'm talking about, it was a struggle. It still is. It still is a struggle. And that's what I'm talking about it. But I feel like it was a bigger struggle when I was more alone because I felt like I had to take everything on, on my own. And I talked about this in my last episode, but like community and people in your life are so important. And I've realized that like, I can't do it on my own. It's not all about me. And again, that's why I'm rebranding this episode, this podcast, not this episode, but this entire podcast will be changing soon. It'll still be the exact same content, but just like, it'll be a bit of like a rebrand because I just don't feel called in the sense of self-made because I don't think it's been me. I think it's been everyone else in my life. It's been God. It's been other people. Um, And with that being said though, like I just feel as though I struggled with never feeling like satisfied within the progress I was making in the gym and in work because I always, it's not even that I compare myself to others because I trust, like I I compare myself with my past self sometimes. And I feel like that's a good thing because you always want to be bettering. But like, I feel like at such a young age, I like grew on social media and I did a lot really fast. And now it's like, 
when it's not increasing at that same rate, I feel like I'm failing, honestly. And it's really like overwhelming and it's stressful because one, my job, content creation, it's such a new job. And two, so there's not a lot of information. There's not a lot of like advice I can get from anyone above me because we all pretty much started at the same time. We're all kind of experiencing the same things at the same time. So there's not a lot of people I can like reach out to. And there are, I don't wanna say there's not, but I haven't also, like I haven't reached out to people about this. Um, But it's hard because it's such a new area of work that there's so many unknowns and so for that reason too I also compare myself with everybody else though like who does social media because it's like people are always like Chloe you are so far beyond where most 22 year olds are and I I when they say that I get that and I I do but then again it's like I don't care if someone's 28 like we're still in the same like and not that I compete with every other content creator but it's like we're still in the same line of work so they're working this hard like I can be too just because I'm 22 doesn't mean I don't I shouldn't be working as hard or I shouldn't be running my own companies you know like I just put a lot of pressure on myself and I don't know if that's again it's probably not a good thing and I'm not glorifying that in any means but that's just like how I feel deep down is like I I just look up to all these other creators and I'm like okay they're doing all these things like I feel sometimes I just get down on myself because I feel like I'm not doing enough but then I, I, I talk with people and they're like, Chloe, slow down. Like you're doing everything. And they always are like, how do you do it all? And I'm like, what? And that's also something that's just crazy because I never even looked through that perspective, I guess, on myself and realized how much I am doing. But I feel like when you don't, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurial people will like understand this and like business owners is like, when you don't work for someone, you don't have like assigned tasks. It's really hard to ever feel like productive well, maybe not even productive, but just like accomplished and like you're getting your stuff done because there's always more to do. And so when I do like shut it down and I don't do something for the rest of the night, like I feel guilty because I feel like I should be doing more. And especially with being in like the lifestyle and the fitness and nutrition like world, my style of work never stops. I never stop living my life. So there's always opportunities for me to be filming more and make taking more photos and editing and like literally just cooking dinner and trying to like have a chill night like if I don't film it or take a photo of it or do something with my dinner I feel guilty because I'm like one it's a missed opportunity two like I could make that into content and make that for work and so it's really something I've always struggled with um because I see a lot of creators out here hustling and they post it and I get it like the grind is so important and I don't know I guess it's just in an area where I do struggle is finding that balance within my life and my work because they're so intertwined that it's kind of exhausting Um, but again, to the more content creator friends that I make and the more self-employed entrepreneurial friends that I make in my life, like we do have those conversations and it does make me feel better because again, they have those same like struggles and issues. And again, that's why I'm sharing it with you guys, because when I have those conversations with them, it makes me feel so much better. So I hope this can make you feel better if you're in that situation. Um, because we do need to give ourselves more grace and we need to enjoy what we have. Um, and that's a whole other thing about my work. I guess I'll get into right now, but it's just like, being, I, I, I have my dream job. Like there's nothing else that I would rather be doing. I feel so blessed and grateful every single freaking day that I do what I do. But then again, it's like, I just feel like I can never be, I never want to complain. And I feel like I never can complain about being taught. Like, I don't want to be a complainer. I don't think complaining does any good. It's just speaking negativity. But like sometimes when I'm just tired, I just feel like I don't even deserve to be tired. Cause it's like, who your job is literally social media. But like it's work you guys it really really is it's just a different type of work and I create my own schedule and it's flexible there's so many perks and I'm so passionate and I love my job like do not get me wrong I app like there's 
nothing, like I said, nothing else I would rather be doing, but it's like, it's hard because I feel like I can't ever feel like tired or exhausted just because I'm not out there like doing hard labor and I'm not out there like clocking in every single morning at 8am and working till five. Like that's exhausting too. Like I, I have so much respect for people who have nine to fives and who are in like heavy labor jobs. And like, like I, to me, it's like, I compare myself to that. And I'm like, I feel like I'm not even working that hard, but then over here, like so exhausted every single day and like borderline burnout sometimes because I'm like, don't stop working. Um, but anyway, so that's part of it. And then another thing I struggle with within that, like I said, um, is kind of within the gym and like, I feel like I never really appreciate or see my progress. And so, um, it's fun. Like I'll look at photos and I'm like, Oh, like, I guess I have made some progress, but like in the moment, in the time, I really don't ever see it. Um, myself, like, I feel like I kind of look the same all the time. Um, which is funny because I'm taking photos every, maybe it is, maybe it's because I'm taking photos every single day. I look at a camera every single day. I'm editing photos of myself. I'm editing videos and clips of myself every day. So it's like a piece by piece thing. So if I really looked probably from like three months ago to now side by side, I'd probably notice a difference. But, um, I feel like too, though, with that, it's like when I do see like a glimmer of progress and I wish I didn't live in fear because fear isn't good and fear is from the enemy. And I get that, but it's like, I, I do fear sometimes that like if I slow down or if I like change it up, I'll like lose my progress. And that's such a not like, I'm not promoting this guys. I'm just being real. Like, and that's, I'm, I'm literally a personal trainer and I coach people, but like, it's still something I struggle with. It's like, you've put in all this hard work and you feel so good for once. Like I, I feel really good where I'm at. And this is the best I've ever felt. Like I feel the most balanced. I truly do. Um, but then again, it's like scary. Like I'm scared to switch it up because I feel good. And it's like, I don't want to go back to where I was in square one because I didn't feel good. I wasn't happy. Like I look back at photos and I'm like, I was not confident. Like I didn't, I don't know. It's just like, you see your old self and you do fear you like fall back into that. And so again, I'm literally like a mindset self-development junkie and I still have these thoughts and fears. Um, so if you do too, like it's okay, like to have that, but like we, like I, I want to work on that. And like my goal, I guess from this podcast going forward is like, I guess to make episodes maybe on like each of these throughout the things that I've learned and how I'm like kind of combating these. Cause I don't want these to like be issues for myself anymore. And I feel like the first step in me is like acknowledging them and sharing them with you. And then now I'm going to like productively every day work towards making them no longer an issue and something that I struggle with. But, um, yeah, so that was a lot, but that was the first one. Um, and again, it was just that I fully, I struggle to fully appreciate where I'm at and how far I've come because I never feel satisfied. And I fear if I slow down, I'll be back to where I started. So I guess I just need to be more aware of the progress that I've made thus far and appreciate that and understand if I can do that, that I can continue to make progress. Um, and just to, I guess, trust in God's plan for my life and like work and stuff, um, to give it my all. But then again, it's just finding that balance and it is hard. It's hard when you're young, ambitious, self-employed, like there's just so many different thoughts and feelings. But again, like the more people I've met in the industry, um, it's a normal thing and it is, and it's hard and we all do struggle with it, I think. So, um, yeah. Okay. Number two is now that I found God, like I've truly found God and Jesus and he's saved. I feel saved. I am saved. Um, but since that I struggle more with the constant feeling of conviction, like in my everyday routines, I constantly feel like I'm sinning. And I talked about this in my last episode, but it's just like, I even feel a little bit of shame for like who I used to be because I look back on stuff and I'm like, why did I post that? Like, 
what did all the other Christians think? But I know Christians don't judge and they just hope that people ever become, everybody becomes saved. And they, I feel like, at least for me, like I give grace to people who aren't saved and don't know Jesus and they're making the decisions they do because they don't know him. Like, how do you expect them to understand that when they don't, they don't see any wrong? I didn't like I literally two months ago, I didn't. So it's like, I totally get it. And, um, but with that being said, like now that I'm where I'm at, it's like, I do struggle a lot with like feeling conviction in my like routines and a lot of stuff I do. And it's, it's like, it's hard. Like it's, it's kind of hard. Like I, every day when I'm like getting ready and I'm getting dressed, like I'm wearing, I still have all these clothes. And I think it's mainly like the way I dress because I, I love the way I dress in the gym. I feel so good and confident, but then I'm like, is it wrong? Like, I don't know. And I I still don't know because it's like, I think it all comes down to intention and what my intention is behind wearing stuff. And it isn't to seek male validation. It's really not. It's just to feel confident and like feel good in what I wear. And, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to go to the gym in a t-shirt. I haven't worn a t-shirt in the gym in like eight years, literally like eight years, like since like I started fitness and started going to the gym regularly. Like I've been wearing like sports bras and oh yeah, number two. I've been wearing sports bras and stuff and like spandex and shorts I've been wearing my entire life. I was a competitive cheerleader. That's what we wore was little Nike pros and sports bras to practice. Like that's just what I'm used to wearing and it's never been like frowned upon. Like that's just my normal. But now I'm like, "Mm, can I be wearing that? Like when I dress like my everyday, like going out, like what I wear to the grocery store, what I wear to a dinner or just like hanging out with friends and stuff, that's changed a lot and that's easier for me to switch because... It's just, like, I don't really wear, like, the teeny tiny crop tops anymore. I just wear, like, a full t-shirt, some sweats, some jeans. Like, I don't know. It's easier for me to do that. But I really am struggling with how to dress in the gym because I don't know. Like, I I honestly don't want to change it. Like, I love my activewear. I love the way I feel in it. And I don't know. But then again, there's, like, the whole other side is, like, you have to be conscious and aware of, like, the effect it has on other people. And like, I do think I honestly, guys, I am like starting to think I'll be in the gym and I'm like, is somebody's like husband in the gym should like, is somebody's husband and wife in the gym? And is the wife looking at me like, why is she wearing that? Like, cause like, it's like kind of a male's like natural instinct to like be attracted or like looked to that. And so when I'm wearing these little tiny booty shorts, a guy's probably going to look, and now I'm realizing that. And I never used to, like, I used to be like, oh, if they're looking, they're like, you know, creepy or weird. But now I'm like, no, it's kind of, I feel like the way men are hardwired. And that's just through listening to more of these like Christian podcasts and more like Bible studies and stuff like that. Like I've understood the male's perspective on things. And I guess I've, I'm just becoming less selfish and less like me, me, me. And I'm like thinking about the effect it has on others more. And that's why I think I struggle in the gym because it's like, I, that's not my intention. But then I feel like guilty a little bit if like that situation were to be going on and I didn't know. Um, so I guess the steps that I've been taking is like, I do pack sweatpants and like a big t-shirt and I always warm up in them. And then I pretty much take them off as I need to, like if I'm overheating or if I like feel like restricted in my legs for like squats or something, I'll take off my sweatpants. Um, but like when I do sumo squats with the dumbbell, like I put my t-shirt back on just because you're hunched over and like, if you weren't a little bra, like just, yeah, my stomach just growled. Did you hear that? Sorry. (laughs) Um, but like. I don't know. That's just something I'm struggling with. And I just feel a lot of conviction with it. And I don't know. I'm like kind of taking it day by day and we'll see. Um, but then again, it's just hard because part of my job is to literally promote and wear and advertise and market activewear. 
that is part of my job. And so it's like one thing I am doing is I'm kind of looking into other like activewear companies and stuff um, that have more modest like options and clothing. But again, activewear is tight. It's all tight. And I like like I, I like a good legging and a little sports bra, a little tight tank top and stuff. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. That's just something I'm currently struggling with a lot. Um, and other areas that I guess I feel conviction within is just, um, like, I, I guess just a lot of it is like looking back at my old posts and my old content. Um, but just the way I used to like speak and act, um, like I wish, I wish people like back home, like could meet me now, which I guess I post on social media. So they probably do know what's going on. I forget like my life is everywhere, but, um, I don't know. I just feel like I almost want to like apologize to people. Not that I was a bad person. I wasn't, but it's just like, I wasn't like a godly woman and I would have just went about a lot of things differently, but I guess that's just growth and that's life. And we're constantly evolving and growing and changing. And that's the beautiful part about life. Um, but it's just so funny because the way I used to speak, like I used to swear a lot and I feel like I kind of, my emotions and everything too, were like different. Like just before I found God, like I was a lot more like standoffish and I, that's another thing actually I talk about later. So I'm just gonna, we'll talk about that later. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like I approached things differently back then. And so it's interesting to see like the growth I have, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's the clothing thing, guys. It really is like dressing modestly in the gym is stressing me out because I, I sit here and talk about it on my podcast, but I still am wearing the clothes to the gym, but I, I am wearing sweats and like t-shirts to and from and like throughout the workout. If I do, if a situation does arise where I'm like, okay, I'm probably should like not be this like exposed. I like cover up, but there hasn't really been that many of those because I typically go to gyms that are like at least a younger crowd, um, which makes me feel a little better because I feel like we have a better understanding of that. But I do feel like the older generations and stuff are more not a fan of the way I probably dress. I don't know. But the thing is, everyone dresses the way I do. So it's not like I'm the only person in the gym wearing that. So it's not like I'm like standing out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Message me. If you have any thoughts on that, if you um, have experienced that, let me know. But yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully we can figure something out with that. Um, my third one is I constantly think and stress over what I should be doing and could be doing. I often spread myself too thin because it makes me feel because when I do spread myself too thin, that's the only time I feel like I'm ever doing enough. And this kind of ties back to the first one of being like entrepreneurial and just never being able to shut it off. I don't know. I just feel like even to a social media and content creation, there's always like room to like improve and level up. And I just feel like I can never catch up. Like, I feel like I can never catch up because I'm constantly seeing all these other creators and they're posting all this stuff. And I guess I just need to learn to like focus on my stuff and focus one thing at a time and one step at a time, like starting a video podcast. That was a step up. And now I actually have like a mic and that was a step up. And now I want to get like a backdrop and rebrand. And like, those are going to be steps, but, um, it's just, it's a lot. Like I, I, I guess I just need to focus on like doing my thing, but I feel like if I'm not, improving every single day like if I just keep posting the same old stuff and not making the quality better and not making my edits better and not making my like backdrops prettier and more aesthetic like I feel like I'm I could be and I should be that's where like the should be comes in and it could be because I'm fully capable I have all of the technology I have all of this like I have a, a brother and a friend who could like take photos for me and like I have resources who I could help have help edit like I have all the possibility it's just of I guess actually doing it executing but like sometimes I'm just I don't know if I get overwhelmed or if I'm scared to fail or 
I'm not scared to fail though. Um, I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's just, I don't know. I feel like the only time I ever feel productive is when I'm like so busy and doing a million things. Like yesterday was actually one of the first days. It was a Tuesday and I didn't do any work. And honestly, it was really nice to just like relax and chill. But then again, too, in the back of my mind the whole time, I feel guilty for not being productive and working. So I don't know how like efficient it was. I remember listening to an Emma Chamberlain podcast actually like years ago. This was like back in college, like three, four, five years ago. And she was talking about how she used to have like her rot days. Um, and she would just like lay in bed, but she would feel guilty for laying in bed. And it was exhausting her even more because she was thinking about, oh boy, yawn number three. But in these days she was just thinking about how she should be doing something and she was never actually gaining any rest and like whatever from it she was getting no benefit it was making her worse but then she wasn't getting stuff done on top of it and I feel like that's kind of where I'm at um so I guess I just need to understand that it would be so pointless of me doing that and I just need to like appreciate it and enjoy it and then recharge my batteries and like get going the next day and I I do feel like in a sense though I did do that yesterday because I was actually excited really excited to like get productive and get working today and I've gotten a lot done um but yeah I don't know I just feel like I prioritize, I glorify like productivity a lot and I do like feeling productive and I like getting a lot of stuff done just because it's what makes me feel good. But I'm like, I don't know if that's like good or bad. Um, but then again, I struggle because I just feel like I'm never doing enough. Like I know so many other people are out there doing so much more and, um, yeah, so that's just, that's, that's that, that's that. Um, we'll get into the next one. Um, oh, this is something you guys probably, I don't know if you know this about me, but I said, I said, I prefer small circles and struggle to trust people's real intentions within my relationships with them. Um, so I've always been quite a like introvert. I feel like I'm definitely more extroverted now as I've like grown up and I guess probably social media has helped too, just because I have to be more like verbal and like I communicate with people and strangers a lot more. I go on podcasts with people. I go on zoom calls. Like I just am forced to be in like those situations where I'm talking to a mass audience, um, every single day, but it is like still intimidating to be like in a big group of people. Like I prefer like five or less, preferably like two or less or like three or less, like two others. Um, that's like my favorite is like two other people, but, um, I just get really overwhelmed. Oh, Oh my gosh. I'm literally so sorry. I keep yawning. I'm trying not to. <laughs> like I cannot. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I just, I think I've always been like that. I just, I think cause I really like value really deep, intimate, genuine, like friendships and relationships with people. So when there's a big group, I feel like that kind of lacks cause you can't have like genuine, like heartfelt conversations with like a big group. It's just different. The dynamics different. The energy is different. Um, and I think that's just like the type of, I like quality time rather than like not quality time. I don't know. Um, but I've always enjoyed just like smaller groups of people and like big groups really overwhelm me and like, especially big groups of girls. Um, it's intimidating. It's intimidating. It really, really is. I think too, with growing up with brothers, I'm just more comfortable around guys. Um, and so being in like a big, like a sorority would be my biggest nightmare. Genuinely like that actually like makes me mm, no thanks. Um, but other than that, I do also struggle with like kind of questioning people's intentions with being my friend. And that I think just stems from my job. Um, because now 
a lot of the people I am meeting are new. I mean, now that I live here in Arizona, like I'm making all new friends and like, I can't hide the fact that my career is what it is. Um, and that's just like one of the costs, I guess, of having a platform and a following is just like some people do kind of clout chase a little bit and that it's happened. It definitely has happened and it's scary. Um, and so I have to be very aware of the people I hang out with and their intentions and stuff. Um, and that goes with relationships too and dating and guys. Like that's something my brother literally told me too. He's like, it's going to be hard for you to find a guy who, cause I was dating all the like gym bros. Like I date guys like me, you know, like that we have common interests. So it's like, they typically like the gym. It's very common for guys to have like a gym fitness page now and stuff. And he's like, cool. You literally have a platform that they would like love to also have. So it's like scary to put myself in a situation where like I will like once I get into a relationship I will share that with you guys and that will be part of my life um and so they'll be part of it and that'll probably again in return make them more of a public person um if they choose to be obviously I wouldn't force somebody into content and being on my like platform if they didn't want to be but probably the person I'll end up being in a relationship with will just because that's such a big part of my life um but it's like scary to think that like I could get used in that sense. Um, and yeah, so I guess I just struggle with their intention because it's like, I want them to be a genuine friend and actually have like my best interests at heart and love me for me. Like if social media didn't exist, if I didn't have a platform, like they would still want to be my friend or be in a relationship with me. Like it's, I guess an insecurity maybe that like, I have to like get through um but again too it's like the more I get to know people like you can kind of I have developed like the ability to like see through it and I usually catch on pretty quickly I've always had a really good like first instinct on people I catch energy I catch vibes really really fast like I'm kind of that person where if like someone introduces me to somebody and they're like what do you think um I'm like nah I don't know kind of caught a bad vibe and then I typically am right like I typically feel like a couple months later they're like yeah Chloe no and I'm like so I kind of saw it coming. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's like a God gift or what. I don't, I don't know how or why I'm so good at that, but I'm like, honestly, I feel like I'm always right. Probably not always, but most of the time, like I can't really think of a time I wasn't. Um, so I do trust in my own like intuition and my own instinct on people. And like all the people in my life are very quality people right now. Like I feel very comfortable with who I'm friends with and trust in all of like their intentions and stuff. Um, but again, it's because I too, like, the cars, the interstate, you guys, it's so loud. It makes me so mad. I'm sorry. Like, I know y'all, I know y'all hear that car, motorcycle, whatever that was driving by. But, um, that just totally threw me off my train of thought. But I just feel like, uh, now because my, I have like a different approach to friendships and relationships. Like I, I actually have like rich conversations and open up and like we actually become like we, there's a relationship we build and trust we build um and from there like you can kind of tell like people aren't going to like open up and have these deep conversations with me if they are just trying to get a following you know um so yeah that's that one um I don't know how relatable that would be to you guys maybe it is maybe it's not but it's just not something I struggle with um and then the last one I have is that I'm very I'm a very sensitive person and honestly, a lover at heart, but I close off most of my feelings as a way to protect my heart because I've been hurt so much in the past. Yeah. So I'm actually a very sensitive girly. Like I was a hypersensitive child. Like I like so sensitive. Like I would cry anything. My feelings are very easily hurt. Not as much anymore. Cause I've like grown up and I've like learned, you know, more about life and stuff. But like as a kid, 
in like I can remember like my earliest memories of this is just being like in elementary school and like if somebody like mentioned something negative about what I was wearing or my hair or my backpack or anything that like obviously hurt my feelings like it really hurt my feelings and um I think over time I turned it into anger instead of being sad I used to get really really mad like I had like almost anger issues like I would act out really like not viciously but like I don't know I was very like snap like I would snap on people and I don't do that anymore that was like a middle school thing around like the time I was like hitting puberty because then my friends started calling me out on it and I was like whoa you're right and then I just kind of shut down I kind of think I became a people pleaser because it's like I would do anything not to get my feelings hurt and I I will do anything to not hurt other people's feelings and I'm still that way um because I'm, I'm so sensitive that it's like I know how that would affect me if I said it so I have a really hard time telling people certain things even when they want me to be honest and they want me to tell them I have a hard time like saying things that would hurt my feelings if I heard it because I'm so it's not even like intentional like I'm not like it wouldn't hurt their feelings but it's like I was so sensitive and I still am that I don't know I guess I have like a weird filter on what I say but it's funny because I'm honestly a very blunt and honest person but it's in other situations like I can give my honest opinion but like it's it's I don't know I just I'm so sensitive um and I, I just always have been. But then again, like, I think I was so sensitive that it got to a point, though, where I was, like, sick and tired of being sad over things that, like, I couldn't change that I just, I kind of went cold. Like, I had, like, a stone cold heart, like, in high school. Like, up until, like, living with my brother. Guys, this was, like, a month ago conversation I had with Jake. He was talking to somebody. And he's, like, no, Chloe just, like, doesn't cry. Like, she don't really think she has emotions. I'm, like, what? And I'm, like, my own brother who I live with who's literally like my twin practically thinks I don't get sad and that I don't have emotions. I, and I'm a pretty happy person. Like, honestly, there's not many situations where like I am sad at all, but like when it comes down to like normal things that make you sad, like I still get sad. Um, but again, also I think part of it is because I don't get sad a lot is because I did like numb the feeling of sadness for so you would think I have like some like childhood trauma or like something traumatic experience I don't like I don't know where this stems from only the only thing I can think of is because I was so sensitive that like I just shut off all my feelings and emotions um so I'm not sad anymore but like I I literally just like think I forgot how to feel feelings because I cut it off for like so many years like literally like six to eight years no probably longer like literally middle school I think probably like seventh grade up until this past year I didn't let myself feel emotions. A boy and me would end, or I'd get, I never really got like dumped, except one time I did in high school. Um, but we weren't even dating. We were just like together. Um, but I like didn't cry. I don't cry. Like sometimes I'm like, I want to cry because I feel like I should, but I couldn't. I like couldn't. And now I don't really know if there's been like a situation recently that like I should cry at <laughs> that I can think of, but like I feel like I'd be more emotional now. Um, because it's like healthy to be emotional. We're, f- especially as a female, like we have, feelings and emotions and it's good to express that it's like healthy to cry um but I don't know I think I'm just like still a little scared to get hurt and that's again another thing that I just struggle with with like friends and relationships and dating and all that is like I don't know I just if something like in a situation I guess that I do this is funny not no it's not funny <laughs> it's not funny at all but like I'll just like kind of take the heat and I'll take not the heat but like I'll I'll take the weight of a situation just to like make things like fine, you know, like put, 
the dirt under the mat and I'll like, I'll take it just so we can be like chill. We're good. Like I don't like confrontation. I don't like conflict. I don't like grudges and resentment between people. Like I think everything can be discussed and communicated through. See, you don't have to see eye to eye, but like have a conversation and then move on. You don't have to be friends after the fact, but it's like, I don't like that like weird tension between people and that has helped with my communication skills because I'll just talk about it. Like, I'm very open. And, like, if I have a question about something, I'll ask you. Like, I was so sick of playing games with, like, boys and stuff. Like, the past, like, two years, like, not knowing how a guy felt. One, realizing they're just, like, immature and playing games. And, like, I don't know why I was wasting my time in the first place. But back then, I didn't understand that. Um, but I wouldn't ask. And then I think I got so sick of it that now there's, like, nothing I won't not ask. I'm pretty kind of, like, a straight shooter. I'm straight up. <laughs> but, um... And I think it helps too with God just because I know like whatever the result is of the question, like it's God's plan. And so if it doesn't go the way I necessarily wanted to, I trust that God has it better for me and it'll be fine. And I needed to hear that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just definitely cut all of my feelings and emotions off for so many years that I forgot how to feel. Um, but it's coming back. It's definitely coming back. I'm much more emotionally available and emotionally intelligent um, and in tune with my emotions and a able to express them better. Um, it's just a mature thing. And I think it's been like a lot of just through reflection and growing up and having a relationship with God, I think really softened my heart a lot. Um, a lot, like a lot, a lot. I think that's the main thing. <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of storage again. Um, but back to what I was saying is like, I'm a little bit of a lover girl. And it's funny because people don't assume that about me either. Like, I'm like, I'm like a little cuddly like person. Like I love, like, I, I don't like physical touch unless you're like my person, like my boyfriend. Like don't, I'm not like a hugger. I am becoming more of a hugger because all of my Christian friends are huggers. All of them. Like when you meet them at church, it's like, oh my gosh, they give you a hug. I've gotten better. I've gotten better, but never have I been a hugger. I don't know why. It just makes me like, it's just like an intimate thing. So if like, you're not like, I don't hug my best friends. I never like my two best friends from like childhood, like my childhood, high school, middle school, elementary best friend, like the three that I can like think of off the top of my head that were like my sisters. And I'm still very good friends with all of them. Um, but like we didn't hug. We never hugged. I've just never been like that. But like, if you're like my boyfriend, I love to cuddle. I love hugs. I love little kisses. Like I love all of that. And people are surprised. I'm like, do I like come off? I must come off because obviously I don't really like show a lot of like emotion, and I guess I don't hug. It's making sense. It's making sense. But, like, I don't love to, like, hug people. <laughs> like, be close with, like, touch people. Like, physical touch, I guess, literally with anyone besides my boyfriend is weird to me. Honestly. So, I don't know. But I'm a lover girl. Like, I love, like, all of that. I love, like, all the little romancy stuff. I love all of, like, the... Yeah, I'm, like, a big into, like, the romance side of relationships, but I, again, don't really know why. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not soft like that in any other, like, situation. It's weird. I'm, like, having, like, realizations right now. But, um, like, guys I've dated in the past are like, I did not know you were like this, or I would not have expected this. But, like, I'm, like, kind of a little bit of a simp. <laughs> that's, <laughs> see, me being, like, embarrassed to say that, but, like, that's not embarrassing. Like, when they're your when they're your like significant other, like you should be vulnerable and like soft and like, right? Like that's normal. I feel like, I don't know, but yeah, I'm a little girl, very sensitive, but I come off as I'm not. <laughs> and I think it's just, I don't know. I have been hurt though a lot in the past. And because I was so sensitive, I feel like I was hurt easier. So I feel like it, it is like a 
bit of a protection. Like it's me protecting my heart. Um, but again, too, I've realized that protecting my heart has like kept me from a lot of stuff and a lot of like love and good experiences because I was so scared of getting my heart hurt. So it's like, I think again, my relationship with God has like helped with that just because I trust in God's plan and I like, I can get over things. I'm less hurt by certain situations. Um, because I know it's part of the plan. And sometimes like you've got to hurt to actually like walk away from a situation. Like if that's what it takes sometimes. And I guess I've realized that like when I really am hurt, I'm like, you know what? That was God just putting his like, had to put in a little extra work and it might've hurt a little bit harder, but, but it's because I didn't hear it and I didn't learn it the first time around or the second time around. So it took the third, like it took a little more hurt for me to actually step back. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I can let go of things really easily now just because I've my relationship with God. But, um, yeah. So those are the five that I had on social media. Wow. I just opened up my whole heart. I literally feel like I just talked to a therapist, but I just talked to myself, to a camera, to you guys. Um, but I don't know if you guys, if any of you can relate to any of that. Um, it's just, yeah, like life's hard and life can be scary and everyone goes through stuff. And I feel like I just want to do more of like opening up and like sharing my experiences and my struggles with you guys, just because I do feel like God has created this platform for me to talk about that and make you guys feel less alone and more heard and seen. And like, I don't ever want you guys to think I live this picture perfect life. I do create a life that I absolutely love and I'm so happy and I'm so filled with joy and I am like in the best position I've been in probably ever. Like I'm the happiest, most joy filled, joyous person that I've ever seen in myself. Like I've never felt like this. Um, but again, like I still have all these struggles. I've just, I have learned how to deal with them better and I'm looking to improve on all of it too. But like God has been the answer to most of these issues. Honestly, like I can look to him and trust in him and confide in God, um, and lean on him in all these situations and pray about it. And it does help and it will help. And I'm just going to continue to do that even more. And even just like having to like create that TikTok made me like reflect and made me realize a lot of these things about myself that I didn't even, like I knew they were like in the back of my mind, but honestly, I just kept pushing them back and avoiding it. It was kind of like an avoidance thing because I didn't want to admit it to myself. But again, I think that's kind of the phase of life that I'm in is like being honest with myself and admitting things and talking to you about them has helped. Um, but that's how you like move forward and you move past them. Um, what's the saying? It's like, it's something about like, gosh, I heard in a podcast today on my run. It was like pretty much like God can't fix what you don't reveal. God can't heal what you don't reveal. And so it's like, if you don't pull it up and become self-aware and reveal it to God, how is he supposed to fix it? Which God probably knows everything, but even to yourself, like you're not going to realize it's something that needs to be fixed. So you're not going to fix it. Wow. Like all of that just connected that all really connected for me. So I guess this was literally me revealing a lot so I can get healed. So maybe post this TikTok and partake in this trend. If you feel too vulnerable doing that, maybe share it with a friend or maybe just do it yourself. It's kind of like a journaling, like therapeutic practice or if you have a therapist or your mom or your dad or whoever you talk to, your siblings, like have this conversation, talk about it. Um, because a lot of these things we don't talk about and we keep a lot to ourselves. And it's really sad because again, like I said, we can't go through this life alone. I thought we could, I thought I could, you can't, I can't, we can't, it's not healthy. It's really, really healthy to have community and support and friends. And you just have to seek them out and find good quality people because it does help. And a lot of these things too, it's like, I don't feel the weight of it as much as I used to. Like a lot of these are not as heavy as they would have been two months ago because I have such good people around me. I have God. I, I'm like more confident 
in my support systems and like in myself and my ability to reach out when I need help. Um, because that's one thing, that's another thing I'm not good at is asking for help in any situation. I don't like asking people for favors. I don't like asking people for help on stuff. Like I'm just kind of, I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I got it. Um, I don't know why, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is another little open mic chat. Again, if you like this style of episode, let me know. Um, and let me know if you like want a part two on this. I could probably come up with like more examples. Uh, I definitely could. These are just five that I thought of today. Um, but I hope you guys are having a beautiful, blessed, joy-filled day and we will chat next week. Bye guys.